0: All right. I am recording. I am recording. Three, two... Oh, yeah. Great. We should include that in the show. What? Oh, snapping? Yeah. No one ever knows we do that.
1: No, but they, no one ever knows we do that, but it is important to note that that's the first time we've ever had the snap in the same room for this oh, podcast. Oh, that is true.
0: That is the first IRL. But you don't have to... We're doing this in a stupid way. Typically, you wouldn't have to snap.
1: No, but, but I, I do think it's a, it is a, it's a moment. Okay. It's a milestone for the show.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. My name is Ryan Broderick, and I am currently in the same room as my co-host, Luke Bailey, for the first time in the history of this show. <laughs> yeah. in, uh, it was the first time we've been in the same room, I think, in two years? Hilariously, because this is a remotely recorded podcast, we had actually very little idea of how to do this together.
1: Yes, this is extremely odd
0: yeah it's really i can see him yeah, and he's yeah. like uh, in front of me which is really weird um so we you might notice we we sound different this is not because we're just we don't you know this is a special occasion we are currently in the basement uh at star of kings and king's cross where tonight we'll be performing our first ever live thing live yeah show? first live life, show Live, live something yeah um <laughs> We have lots of great guests. We're making
1: a really weird amount of eye contact. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not really. I'm looking at Twitter. We've actually. recorded this entire thing without ever probably making eye contact before. And yeah, it's. it's odd to be able now, to? I've able opened to up TweetDeck
0: because I'm more comfortable that way. <laughs> how <laughs> are you? Fe- how are you feeling before we go up and uh, do this?
1: I'm feeling good. I think this is going to work. We got a lot of people in there. We got a lot of. We got a lot of people we can rely on if if like our stuff goes wrong. That's the key. Yeah.
0: Is that we brought in eight other people? I think six other people, something like that, so that there, if they're funny, we can give people a break. Yeah, from laughing exactly. So I mean, that's chill. my plan. That's yeah. my role
1: on the podcast as well.
0: I was just going to get up on stage and lay down and take a little nap.
1: I was, I was thinking we were going to get a large tomahawk steak covered in gold leaf. You want you
0: that. really want to do a Salpe thing? I yeah. know you do. I think it's really tempting. You, he told me uh, that I came to London right after Salpe left because I am the Waluigi to Salpe, which means I don't think you actually understand Mario lore I very think, well. I know.
1: I think he's the Waluigi.
0: Of who, of what though? Am I you. Luigi? You're Luigi, yes. Are you Mario? Yeah. So who's your, wa- who's your warrior? <laughs> Haven't found him yet. <laughs> You're waiting to come across a celebrity chef that is your Wario? Yeah. So who is the, well, I guess we can figure this out. Who is the Wario to salt while Luigi is the question.
1: Uh, it's, you know who it is? It is the, those twin brothers who opened a cereal cafe in Camden.
0: I don't know if Americans know that reference. Can you explain a bit more who those people are?
1: Uh, this was, Oh, God, this was years ago. This is old incident stuff. But um, yeah, basically two brothers who I think I think they're from Ireland um, started a, a cereal cafe called the Cereal Killer Cafe, where you could go and the only thing it served was cereal and you could eat lots and lots of bowls of cereal.
0: Yeah, it was extremely pretentious. Also, wouldn't they be both Wario and Waluigi in this framework that you've created?
1: Well, one of them is my Wario. The other one's someone else's Wario.
0: <laughs> the one on the left is my Wario. <laughs> um, so... I guess, Luke. Before we, we, we sort of transition over to our live show here, what's uh what's one thing that you're really worried about tonight? Um, I mean,
1: initially we were really worried that too many people would come and we'd run out of space. I'm now worried that no one's going to come. Like, yeah. like as soon as the empty chairs are out, you're like, Whoa.
0: there's a lot of them, but yeah. also there's not enough of them. But also, so there's a lot of them.
1: too many and not enough.
0: Yeah, it's incredible. What's one thing you're excited about?
1: Um, just being really, really good like just going to just going to kill it. Yeah, cool.
0: <laughs> That's really cool. All right. Well, let's let's head over into the live show and see if any of the audio recorded tonight is usable. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Bad Posters Club. Thank you all for coming. Hi. My name is Ryan Broderick. Uh, I unfortunately write a newsletter called Garbage Day, and I write about memes and technology. And who are you?
1: Uh, I'm Luke, and I I don't do that. I I have a job, a real job. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) We host a podcast called The Content Minds. Uh, Tonight, we are doing this event with another podcast called 10,000 Posts. A big round of applause for 10,000 posts. They're uh, one of my favorite non-radicalized podcasts about uh, Twitter, so.
1: When you include the radicalized ones, they're much lower. Mm.
0: I agree. So uh, we wanted to open up tonight's show with a question I asked Luke at the beginning of all of our episodes, which is, Luke, how is the internet this week?
1: I think the internet has been looking at too many images. Explain. Uh, so we've, t- we've talked a little bit about this before on the podcast, but the, the primary problem with the internet is that everyone looks at too many images and it drives them crazy. Right, exactly. And that is what happened, has been happening this week. Because everyone has gone quite insane about a bunch of different things. Do
0: you all feel kind of unhinged from the internet?
1: <laughs> everyone spent the pandemic looking at a lot of images, and now no one can, can knows what's real anymore. Anyway.
0: I love looking at images. It's the best. It's the I best. love ones that move as well. Uh, c- can you guys shout out some things that are making you mad for no reason on the internet right now? Anybody? Please. NFTs? <laughs> oh man, wait till the middle of our uh, our, our event. You. We got a thing for you tonight. Anybody else? Anybody else that's unreasonably angry for no reason? Yes. Tur- well.
1: <laughs> well, actually, we should talk about Poster's University.
0: Okay, let's talk about Poster's University. So Luke and I are helping Barry Weiss open a school. This very <laughs> exciting. Um, it's not accredited, but, you know, we'll yep. get there. Uh, Luke, what do you think about Posters University?
1: I think Posters University is. Uh, it, I think it's really good, a good idea because it is moving people away from the legacy media to Substack pipeline.
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> like, I agree. I
1: think the fewer
0: Substacks, the better. Yeah, it's um, me, Salman Rushdie, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem I found him Jabbar, today. great. He's great got a substack, really good blog substack. on there. Really good. Yeah, yeah. I I like it. I like it because, like, Patreon is kind of limiting, right? But if Patreon was a school, yeah. I mean, it's it's basically also one step away from Tumblr University, which was the v- like failed Tumblr project from 2012. To like, you're going have do to do super hoolock at a master's level. Weirdly, this is not DashCon related. This predates DashCon. It's pre- so, Okay, so someone did the Tumblr. Yeah, University imagine if dated. you could like go to school with like Time Lords and Muggles or whatever. I mean, that is the dream. Yeah, mine too. Look, guys, we have a very fun show for you tonight. Uh, Thank you all for coming. The way this is going to work is we're going to bring up our our presenters. They're going to walk you through their corner of hell online. (laughs) I gave them a very, very basic prompt, which was bad posts, which is why we have Bad Boasters Club. By a round of applause as a poll, who (laughs) here thinks it should have an apostrophe? Round of applause. (laughs) Who here thinks it shouldn't have an apostrophe? All right, that's a, that's forty-eight fifty-two. We're gonna. Uh,
1: All
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's our turn now, and we're gonna put Alex Hearn from the Guardian in the hot seat. So I want I want Alex and Luke over here because Luke doesn't know what's happening either, but I do. Nothing new there really. Yeah. So I have the long mic, and then there's another one right there, Alex. So, so, you guys, uh, you guys like cryptocurrency? No. <laughs> yeah, me too. I love it. It's great. So, um, so here, here's here's what oh no, nope. here's what we got going on. We're gonna talk about NFTs. A little background before we get into it. I've I've built a little game show for these two. First, let's talk about NFTs. We're talking about non-fungible tokens. Everybody loves it. All the cool people love NFTs. They're cool. Uh, so the NFT community is very passionate. So this is. Uh, <laughs> This is the GM thing, and crypto is unbelievably stupid. And then this NFT guy says, I'll kill you. (laughs) So that's that's the type of energy that takes hustle and grind, or as I say, (laughs) grussel. So the NFT community is motivated. I don't even sell NFTs anymore. I just stare at them while they lose value. I love that. I love business. I love thinking about value and business. The NFT community knows what's important. Please don't tell my wife I decided to buy an $8,000 Lion JPEG instead of that hot tub she wanted. Trust me, she won't understand. Hashtag roar. (laughs) Fucking love to see that. That's great. The NFT community is the future of tech. Unbelievable. Monkey jizz cryptocurrency turns out to be a scam. Incredible. I, you know, that's the kind of smart thinking we need in tech these days. So, okay. We're going to play, here's real quick facts. It's basically a domain name that these people are betting on, so if you buy www.lioncomeface.com, it, it might direct to a JPEG, but it's not the JPEG. They're a hype-based secondary market, and I'm fairly certain that most people are buying their own NFTs for exorbitant amounts of money to make them look very hyped up. How many of your NFTs do you own? Uh, I've sold a few, yeah. How many I mean, of them hey, do you own? Uh, do I own? None, yeah. and that's why I didn't make any money! <laughs> um, Here's my favorite example, which is a man replying to his own NFT tweet with his own account. And I think he forgot to change that. Um, uh, And it can be very confusing for people like this guy who got extremely angry about his NFT being right-clicked and saved. Uh, The whole thing, I won't read it out, but it ends with, then what have I spent all my money on? Which I think is interesting. So what we're going to do is I have collected five NFTs. And Luke and Alex have to guess how much they were sold for at the time. So here we go. Let's play a game. I was told that you would understand this reference. <laughs> I do not understand this reference. I think we call this Price is Right, but I have no idea. Okay, ready? All right, here we go. How much did this top-selling CryptoPunk oh, sell for? So this is, this is the NFT. This is, I added this. Um, <laughs> it's called CryptoPunk number three three eight three one. Um, and I vaguely remember, I think how much this is. I'm going to yeah. say it's over ten thousand dollars. Yeah. So yeah, the the floor hold of down, crypto. Hold on, pumps, hold, on, hold on,
1: hold on, What are we guessing in? Are we guessing in in dollars?
0: In I dollars. Don't, yeah. Don't make me do it. do understand Dollars at the pounds. time. Yeah, dollars at the time. Yeah, yeah. How okay. much did this sell for? That's all you got to answer.
1: I'm going to go. I'm going to go fourteen
2: thousand dollars. Uh. So.
0: <sighs> I hate. I know this. <laughs> oh no! Boy. Not,
2: not absolutely. But like, I'm on parental leave. It's not even my job to pay attention <laughs> to this shit anymore. That's green. That means an alien. That means it's super rare. There's only nine alien cryptopunks. <laughs> Alex, what? What? I don't even know that. Right? I. There's, ni- there's 10,000 CryptoPunks. Nine thousand one hundred ninety-nine. Green <laughs> ones are aliens. That means they are super rare. There's nine of them. So that means I would guess that that one is probably worth 11 million.
0: Fucking a. I, I, feel uh, like sold, a, I feel like I'm at a disadvantage here. It sold for $2 million on July 30th.
2: Sorry, a zombie punk. There's 88 of them.
0: Yeah, Alex, get your head in the game, man. Okay, next up. How much did this animated GIF of cash around the Mona Lisa in the Matrix numbers sell for? Um, So, okay, wait, fun story about this. I was going to do the GIF. But the GIF was like loading wrong in OpenSea and I can't tell if it's supposed to load slow (laughs) or if like the blockchain just can't handle how cool this fucking GIF is. Cause it's Matrix Mona Lisa with money, man. So yeah, how much did this sell for?
2: You
1: wanna go first this time? I got destroyed last time.
2: Uh, So I seem to remember seeing this in the first wave, like March, April last year. So quite hypey. I'm gonna say about $300,000.
1: I'm you know I'm going to go $310,000.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I am at a massive disadvantage. I'm going to do everything I can. I did not know this was... I, this is horrible, man. <laughs> uh, so this sold for uh, uh, $3 million. Fucking um, It sold... Uh, no, hold on. So we'll get there. It sold uh, in what's called DAI, which is like a stable coin. Uh, so it is basically $3 million. That's what that sold for. If I understand this correctly.
1: Xbox will know, instantly that this is not NFTs, uh, play, play, play your NFTs right. This is an entirely different game. <laughs> is this not that game show? No. What you're supposed to do with play your cards, player cards right or play your NFTs right is go higher and lower each one.
0: Oh, dude, I can't do that. I explained <laughs> this to you twice. <laughs> That's, oh, okay. Well, anyways. How much did the, the highest-selling board ape sell for? And this is huge.
2: Yeah, it's too much. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna go first this time, have I mean, Look how yeah. cool it is. Alright, alright, I'm, I'm gonna do 34 million dollars.
2: I think you went, I think, I think.
1: Did I go two? low?
2: I think, t- no, I think two. Oh, I hope two.
0: God, they're so <laughs> ugly! This is the thing! Dude, look at him, he's got swag. <laughs> like all these low effort gorillas just, rip off. But just
1: imagine, you could put this as your Twitter avatar and no one else can ever put it as their Twitter avatar unless they save it and put it as their Twitter avatar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Think, and then, but Jack Dorsey's making that illegal soon, so that's okay. So this sold for 2.7 million dollars, but here's my favorite part: it's currently worth 170 thousand dollars. Wait, wait, so, is that
1: is that the value, or is it just has Ethereum gone down that much? Uh, no, it no, has. No, it should be worth oh, way okay. more. The yeah. current high so offer. It's
0: selling for more Ethereum, but less money. Yes, exactly. Right, okay. Yeah, it's a very stable economy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, how much oh, did this absolutely not a fetish thing sell oh. for? oh by the way i think so okay i was in like an ethereum enthusiast dm group (laughs) and then i started talking about how lazy lions look like furry art and then they kicked me out
2: it is it doesn't look like furry art it is furry art
0: it looks like it's been cropped so it won't get like you know banned from (laughs) deviant art like like what's he doing like he's even his arms are going this way like anyways how much did this fucking thing sell for
2: The tweet earlier, I'm going to peg at that. It's $8,000. It's an unremarkable lazy line. It's not ugly enough.
1: I'm going to go the other way because I don't think Ryan would have put one up that was just like $8,000. I think, well, I'm going to go, go. wait, wait, wait. I'm going to go $20,000. Well,
0: it's all for $100,000. $95,000. No, wait, I'm sorry. Wait. Yeah, it's currently It's on the market, so if anyone wants to buy this, (laughs) this costs $95,000. It's anybody? fucking ugly. <laughs> all right, No one wants to buy my line. Alright, um, right, this is a good one. How much did Logan Paul pay for this? Which he thought was Bumblebee from Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> he resold it at
2: a massive loss,
0: didn't he? We'll yeah. get there. Yeah, yeah. Alright. Uh, sorry, I'm oh, spoiling you. We we told you this was the bit. <laughs> you didn't warn us that you knew everything.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna do I'm gonna go I mean it's Logan Paul. He has so much money and it well earned, hard earned money. Um <laughs> I'm going to go uh, $3.5
0: 800000
1: You know it's exactly.
0: Sold for $623,000, <laughs> but it is now selling for $2,000. <laughs> <laughs> round of applause for Alex. <clears throat> Alex, uh, do you have any final thoughts about the NFT industry that you want to share? Advice, maybe investing advice. Yeah. So uh, like,
2: what should we be buying? I'm back at work in March. I hope it collapses before then. <laughs>
0: Thank you very much. Luke, how are you feeling? This is a lot of attention on you. Oh,
1: I, I mean, I'm feeling great because uh, obviously you've been here for four days now. Yeah. Living in... I've my, been living in his house, yeah. Yeah, I sp- our spare room. Um, and you're leaving soon. Yeah, so it's, I am. It's, it's really positive. We're on the downswing. You'll be gone pretty shortly.
0: Fun story. So we've never recorded our podcast together. Yeah. Uh, We started it in the pandemic. The original title was Trailblazers, the first podcast created by men. Yeah. Um, And uh, we then tried to record it live together, and we have already, you know, it was we're awful. We kept making eye contact. Yeah, so We've like. We never had to do that before. We're, we're you know, we're, we're millennial men. We can't look each other in the eyes, anyways. Like, the so. podcast
1: only exists for us to keep talking to her during the pandemic. Like, yeah. we both needed it, but we're like, we can't do this sincerely. We're just going to do a podcast as a result and pretend. That's our that's that's way of pretending that like we don't need a connection. I
0: find that I, to look at him and not see my own face in the corner is yeah. extremely stressful for me. Because, <laughs> um, like, he's talking, I'm like, and now I said, I have to look at your face, and that's much worse. Yeah. Ex- well, thank you all for looking at our faces. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for coming. A round of applause for you, the audience. Um, we really had no idea what to expect. Uh, we were ready to perform just for Molly. Uh, <laughs> she's, as far as I can tell, the only person who flew here from America other than me. Did anyone else fly here from another country? <laughs> Where'd you fly from? No, I was like, uh, No, 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 no. We Hey, round of applause for the other Molly (laughs) too. She was fantastic. Where did you fly from? Hey, round of applause for Italy. What was that? What was? Come on. Um. All right. Enough of this. This is Luke. Are you feeling good? Yeah,
1: I'm done with this now.
0: Okay, you're done with this. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I hope you guys enjoyed this show. As I was
1: surprised Salt Bay showed up.
0: I, I, oh, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to level with you guys. We're recording this before the show, this <laughs> ending. So whatever has happened between the last time you heard us and now, which could be anything. Yeah. Um, we don't know about it yet. No. No. So that's going to make things logistically complicated, but hopefully, you know, that'll work out. Um, before I go, Luke, uh, have you consumed any content to stay sane? I know the answer because you and I saw Eternals together. Yes, <laughs> that is what we're going to talk about. So, this is the first Marvel movie that you and I have seen together since I flew to London in 2019 to watch Endgame with you. Yeah. What did you think about, uh... <laughs> the movie was not good. It was not good. <laughs> it was
1: not good. Um, the, the the primary issue with it was that I think I think this is very much kind of a Marvel Universe bloat thing. They The first three phases built to the central uh, uh, uh the in game uh the infinity Order, uh, infinity stone stuff the gems the gems uh the the this phase I started off with a kind of the multiverse stuff, kind of the scroll stuff and then the Eternals, which is a whole new thing, so it's not really clear what it's building to and introducing entirely new characters in a, a really a very nice looking movie like it did look good uh in terms of like the lighting and stuff, but it made the whole thing seem.
0: I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I found it boring and ugly. I like Chloe's out. I like Nomadland. I think I even talked about how much I like Nomadland on this show. Yeah. I just think that, like, if you're not going to have any real places and you're not going to have any real people, like, you don't have anything.
1: No, you don't. You, 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 uh, yeah, there were, it felt like very much like there were no stakes during the whole thing.
0: No. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I was supposed to. Ta- I don't know what my takeaway was supposed to be from the whole thing. Yeah.
1: I'm not even sure if the. <laughs> it is tricky because there are there are really, really good characters in it, but then all the good characters they don't do a huge amount with. I think I liked Gilgamesh. I definitely liked Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh was great. I think
0: I liked Kingo in doses. I didn't like yes. the amount. I think even though he dis he sort of disappears in the later the later part of the movie, and even then I was like, this is too much Kingo. I think.
1: Yeah. There's uh, also there's Feistus is good. Is he?
0: Uh, I think. Which Feistos one is? Oh. Is Right. Marvel's first openly LGBT character who also causes her, the, the bombing of Hiroshima. <laughs> that was nice.
1: I mean, this, this is the whole point. Like, there there's this they that they, they caused bad things. Like, I didn't actually mind that. I didn't think that was a yeah, wild thing. I
0: mean, yeah, I just, I guess, I guess my whole thing with it is just, like, I could not tell you anything. Like, n- none of the, the things that it taught us about the universe there, like, no, I don't care about any of those things.
1: No, uh absolutely not. There was there was no real there was nothing new in it. There was nothing in it that was interesting. The plot itself was not interesting. The the whole thing was was a just a bizarre it was like a side it was like a side mission. Like a but a side mission that someone had programmed into the the central storyline and you completely like I don't know why we did Yeah.
0: That. Yeah, no. I uh, I'm struggling to figure out why that happened. Uh
1: I think it should have been shorter or they should have made more of the time jump. Like, it's relatively annoying, like, that they end up at the point in history that they do, because they don't need to end up there. They could have been doing that in 1850, and it would have been the same plot.
0: It feels to me like they had time to kill before they wanted to get to the good stuff. They had to set up some things for Guardians 3 and Thor Love and Thunder. And they're like, let's take this very subpar script with these very boring characters and throw huge stars at it and then give it, like, a buzzy director so that nobody noticed that, like it 's kind of a boring it 's kind of a boring interlude, yes, that was my take on it i think that's a, I think that 's a reasonable take uh, but I enjoyed uh, getting drunk in the movie theater, watching it with you <laughs> yeah in a while it felt felt like riding a bike, so I want to thank you guys for putting up with the live audio that we 've sandwiched in between uh, this other live audio that we 're doing right now. Um, we will thankfully be back to our irrespective screens away from each other next week the, finally i 'll feel much more comfortable. Um, but thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for supporting the show. And, and for those of you who came out this week, thank you. Um, it, You know, when you guys picked me up and you let me crowd surf around the room. But yeah, <laughs> thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for supporting the show. Thank you for putting up with like the weird release schedule the last few weeks and all the craziness. And thank you for coming. And I hope we can do this again really soon. It was really cool to meet those of you who came out. So thank you. For sure. For sure.